welcome to the Scrum Alliance Global Gathering in Munich. Augustina Keller. Augustina Keller. With a little, just a very small amount of background noise. <laughs> So now we've got, do you prefer Ben or Benjamin? Benjamin's on your name tag, but I've always ever known you as Ben. I prefer King. You prefer <laughs> King, okay. No, uh, Benjamin's fine. Okay, Benjamin Cook. Tell yes. us a little bit about yourself, Ben. Jimin. Uh, about me, uh, I'm an Agile coach. I've worked in broadcasting, fashion, government identity, a bit of a mixed bag. Um, I'm currently working for a really good Internet of Things client. Uh, it's really, really interesting. Um, what else do you want to know? No, based, based in London. About me. Probably. I'm based in London, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm available for parties and bar mitzvahs <laughs> and weddings across the whole of the UK. Is this your first gathering or you've been to Yeah, this is my third. Wow. This, this is my third, my we, dry mall. How, how, how would you say it ranks? You've been to Prague, where else have you been? I went to Prague and Berlin and here. Okay. Uh, Obviously, your first one's special because yeah. I spoke at that one. Did that you? was that was lots of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think this one was better than last year's. Yeah. I think the, the quality of the sessions that I've been to has been stronger. Yeah. Which is, which is good. Um, I don't know. What would you say? What's, if you, when are you going to go back and see people back at work and back at home? What when they say? How was the conference? What, how would you sum it up? Um, I would say it was very stimulating, really good chance to meet some people and learn some new things. I did learn some new things, I wasn't one of these, you get some people that go to these and you know, did you learn anything? No, I just spent the day networking, well, that's fine, that's, yeah. that's a part of it. Something My first good. session on Monday was Matt Roadnight's okay. session, there's Matt Roadnight, Eben and Adrian. Um, talking about uh, spotting edge behaviour and okay. helping people through change and that was really good and he had a crazy activity that was very uncomfortable and made everyone kind of panicky. Go on, explain. Um, should I give this away? What if he wants Briefly. to do somewhere else? Well, a teaser. Well, he, show, a teaser, he showed yeah. a video of. Uh, oh, I heard about this. Go on, yeah, I heard about this. And he got. Um, it was. It was some artist who put this video together. He'd, he'd asked twenty. Stra he or she had got twenty strangers to kiss each other for the first time, and yeah. they videoed that. Um, and it kind of built up to asking us to do something uncomfortable with a partner <laughs> in the room that we hadn't met. I, Evan told me all about that. Yeah, yeah. They, they lined us up in the middle of the room and we were face to face with each other, thinking edging closer and closer. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say what we had to do in the no, end. No. Nice. I won't give away the thing there. But it was very, it was very challenging um, to some people and it was quite stressy. I think Did I th anyone... Was the, did anyone actually leave the room? Did anyone at that point say, "This is, you know what, this is not for me," and they walked out? Do you know, I was so engaged. I didn't know, notice. And, really? and it's my first one, so I was yeah. right on the front table. Yeah, and yeah. And there's everything. a long way back to the back of the room from there. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't think anyone stormed out or anything like that. But it was quite a. Oh, where's he going to go really? with this? Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> just, you're in it. Which is, I'd rather do that than have someone talk about themselves for. Oh God, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. So, are you able to say what the message was without giving anything away? What the, the learning point of, or the you know the, the underlying. Well, I think I think it was a very good device for improving relations in the room because after people had gone through that situation, yeah. and we talked about what behaviours we're exhibiting as we're yeah. coming up to that oh my god what we're we going to have to do moment, 
um, after we got through that together and we were recognising some of it, the, there was almost a euphoria in the room of getting yeah. through this thing together, mm. which you kind of do have when you work with teams, when yeah. you get through the yeah, time, when you get look it. back at yeah. where you've, what you've got through and what kind of get through places crisis you went together through. Or get, yeah. get a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was very good in that yeah. respect. Do you think that's an exercise you might use yourself? I think there's elements of it which I would <laughs> love to try and use, awesome. uh, and that was very, very inspiring. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I, you know, I, I try and get some things that challenge people when I put sessions together, but I would never in a million years <laughs> have thought about making a room full of people think that um, I was going to ask them to kiss each other. Because uh, Evan told me that it's a YouTube clip, you can find it on yeah, YouTube, yeah. This is, it's in the public domain, this idea of yeah. an experiment where strangers are just put in a room and talk to kiss. kiss. Yeah. Mm. I mean, to be honest, though, once everyone got through it and towards the end of the session, it wasn't that far. Through. No. There was a lot of love in the room. <laughs> there was a lot of, yeah, a lot of hugging. Hugging a girl. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so it was, that was really, really interesting. Mm. Um, and the one I went to with Jez Smith was more of a talk about his findings about recruitment and HR okay. in Agile. So you yeah, have, yeah. You have um, Agile recruiters who maybe are not entirely au fait with what they're selling. Yeah. Um, and he puts a questionnaire online asking practitioners and recruiters to give their opinions on their own knowledge and perceptions of other people's knowledge on Agile and how comfortable you think you are selling it. And there were some massive gaps, like yeah, yeah. Um, recruiters tend to rate their um, view of their own skills and knowledge of Agile a lot higher than the people who are working with them <laughs> and, yeah. and having to use them to get them yeah. into roles yeah, yeah. do. Um, so that was really, really good. What would be a good incentive? agency recruitment agencies to change how they work I don't know it's probably uh, it's probably linking to retention of that person isn't it and how those deals get struck this is a very different model but sports agents they're, 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 they make more money by their player moving from club to club but they stay with them yeah so that doesn't happen in the it's the IT problem anyone with agent in their title yeah, so that field because it's very. Yeah. I'm going to take a cut of whatever you have. So no, I mean, some someone in the room said was talking about a, an example of a sales department somewhere. I can't think what it, what the company was, and it was saying that a com company had taken away the performance-related bonus um, yeah. element of their working, and that they had um, actually found better quality and productivity from that. Well, taking so, the threat or the, or the kind of that. taking the kind of. Um, you know your job and your life's yeah. on the line unless you do all this mm. um, and it, and it seems to help. I, mean, I don't know what com I can't remember what company was that was said and, mm. but um, that's always interesting yeah. I mean, the first thing I, I do when I go into clients there's always there's, there's always some kind of recruiting bottleneck yeah um, when I um, moved into doing scrum master work and I was working with with Helen yeah. Meek, yeah. Qualify that for the tape, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm being interviewed for a, for a police <laughs> thing. So, um, sign this witness statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the benefits of the tape, uh, <laughs> Paul is raising his eyebrows. And, uh, um, yeah. So when when I um, first started working with Sir Helen, I mean, uh, her company were trying to help uh, my where I was as a staff then. They were trying to help us get more and more. Um, Scrum Masters in there yeah. Spanish she showed me you know, just using a Kanban board for recruitment and I yeah. do that now anywhere I go yeah. I go right why are we waiting so long you know, yeah. together. Yeah. Um, but we, we could count probably on on, um, on one hand the number of recruitment people I, I have, I've ever trained hmm. yeah. is it, you, you can't you can't give it away I know James Scrimshaw did this he, he was 
um, giving away training, saying I will come to your company as a recruitment company and give you free consultancy, a free training. And they don't, they didn't take it. The, the recruitment said they don't think they've got a problem with it. They don't feel the need to know about it. It's a funny old thing, isn't it? Because um, in um, I also run um, a, a meetup group with Helen, yeah. Agile Coaching Exchange. Yeah. Which, which um, you yeah, both, we have both talked at. You both very yeah. kindly provided sessions to a couple of times, mm -hmm. and um, and they, you know they've done very well. And our problem a lot is is securing venues. Yeah. And some meetups actually do get into bed with recruiters, or some recruiters start up their own agile things. Uh, and some of them, some of the ones that are solely run by recruiters, sometimes you look at what they're putting on. Yeah. And you think, well, is that really? Is, what's the message of what they're trying to say? So we, yeah. we, we haven't, we haven't like chiselled in a, a manifesto in stone or anything. It's a bit Ed Miliband, isn't it? <laughs> you know, not, there isn't like an ace stone somewhere without a manifesto. Yeah. But we, we try and um, we want to put people on that we believe uh, would give something helpful to our members that they would be able to use tomorrow. You know, so your, both your situations and things you brought in, yeah. you've both given us something where the next day they can apply. I can yeah. implement that. So yeah. when you did your uh, thing just after the release of Scrum Mastery, yeah. uh, you were talking about uh, metrics and pulling out uh, radar models, mm -hmm. radar graphs very quickly, and um, defining those metrics. That was something I was able to go into my company, and you know, within the next few days, we, we did that. You know, there were skills you could just pick mm. up straight away. But if there were certain areas where maybe we, we weren't maybe we, we might not keep, be keen that that particular thing that's just come out yeah. is very agile or very helpful and we're not necessarily going to put that on and I don't, I don't think there's you a think lot of judgement with these recruitment meetups they just they'll get anyone they're, they're just looking for a conflict of interest I think, I think there's a conflict well, of interest be, yeah. take advantage of the position to effectively sell yeah. uh, and or sell space to somebody who wants to sell yeah. it's, it's yeah it's that part of it and yeah, that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if people are aware that that's what they're getting into, yeah. if, you, if you're turning up to a meeting expecting to be sold to, that's fine, because yeah. you might want to buy it, but I went, you're not. A long time ago, I went to a meetup in Birmingham, one of the um, Birmingham groups, which was run by, I think it was sponsored by recruitment, and there was a lot of people there when I arrived. Half of them were in, were in sharp suits, and yeah. it had quickly emerged that half of them were recruitment really consultants. Really shiny ones, yeah. that have not, they've Yeah, exactly, yeah. Not realised. Like, okay, I, I, yeah. and then we went into the workshop, and half the, the crowd disappeared because they they weren't even interested. I get I get that. Um, people tell me that a lot when yeah. we talk about this stuff. Because when we're trying to look at venues, we're trying to secure venues for Ace. Like every couple of months, I do have to do a little bit of a Bob Geldof thing and, and be like, you know, get rid of your effing money and all that. But, you know, I say, you know, we, we have, it's just me and Helen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me and Helen. Ripple Rock are very, very kind to us and, and provide us with food and drink yeah. regularly. But the, um, where was I going with that? No, but I, I have to say, look, I don't want to get into bed with recruiters. Uh, no, right. I have, I have um, people email us going, so could you just email all this to your database and, and it'll be someone just flogging something who yeah. we've never met before in our lives. Yeah, exactly. uh, there's people that, that want that database and want to be able to just use your information and we yeah. don't want that. We no, want to, exactly we, right, we yeah. like this sort of uh, community. But I'm not I'm not naive and stupid. I know that as you scale you do need some help and support with, with that. So I, I, I understand completely why people would get into bed with yeah, yeah, yeah. people because sometimes you are stuck trying to where do I can, how many favours can I really call in to, to keep this going? That's true. That's true. Something I'm quite kind of passionate about, but it's kind of, I don't know what the answer is yet. No. <laughs> Just finding good I don't people. Think do, it's yeah. very, very hard. Yeah. Well, 
you've got access to our database. What message do you want to send out? <laughs> there you go. It's, you've got an open forum here. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the Agile Coach Exchange is a lovely event in London. In London, that me and Helen have been running. Uh, for a long time. It was started by Helen and some of the coaches from Ripper Rock and then I got involved a few months in and as people have moved into other places it's now primarily just me and Helen that, that run things. So it's I, once a month? It's once a Twitter month. Twitter handle is AgileX isn't it? AgileX Agile e -X. or you can, you can twat me on uh, at RainingBen which is probably easier to remember yeah. and we can, we can help you with all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been going. It's been going a while. We get a good bunch of people in. Like I said, we want to get people who've got skills that you can use tomorrow. Um, yeah. So yeah, if either. So <laughs> if you've got a event, if you're a, lo a company local in London area, and you've got a nice venue that that Ben can use to run some of those events. Yeah, and we're really we're really not divery people. Sometimes we go into venues and they go. Okay, so we can sort this out. We can completely move the room this way around. Yeah. Or, oh gosh, do you need all these extra things? And how many crates of beer and all that? And like, really, we are really low maintenance. You just want I mean, space. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you want to give me beer, that is brilliant. <laughs> but ultimately, it's, it's having a roof over our head and audio yeah. visual facilities. You know. Brilliant. Cool. Cool. Well, appreciate your time, Ben. Thanks, Thanks for dropping in. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Really good to speak Thank to you. Thank you. Thank you for my medley of uh, beverages. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> So we're at the um, the Global Scrum Alliance gathering in Munich, uh, and we're joined by Howard Sumler of Solutions IQ, who's our, our our friend and our guru. Our guru. Wow! wow. He's, he's just been showing off his fabulous podcast equipment, which makes my podcast equipment look quite inferior. <laughs> you can handle it. But yeah, I, I'm used to that. But yeah, this this is a good opportunity because you never know with all with all things going on and Brexit and the American. This might be the last chance we see. Well, exactly, ever. you never know. You never know. We might not be allowed off our little island, <laughs> yeah. and you might, nobody might not be allowed in anymore. Well, they may you not, might have built a wall. I, I may not can fly the plane over the wall. Yeah. yeah. Out of the country. Yeah. And our immigration policies will be too tight. Yeah. <laughs> we may never be able to see each other again. That would be sad. Mm. What do we do? Oh, we, we need to say what we're drinking. Well, I, I'm drinking a I'm drinking a dunkel, which apparently means a dark beer, <laughs> which you've reminded the bartender several times. Paulana, dark beer. Just in case he didn't understand your broken German. Yeah. Howard's not there. Howard's drinking. Howard's, what are you drinking, Howard? Uh, I think it's just the lager. Hellas. Hell well, yes, Hellas lager. Hellas. Pulsma, <laughs> which means bright, by the way. <laughs> it does. Bright. I'm going to say I'm drinking a Coke. But well, it's not. not a lot of coke in there. There's a spirit mixer in there. That, that's the biggest vodka and coke I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. It was a generous measure. I would say generous, yes. So, um, as Howard uh, may or may not, we don't really have an agenda for these things. We just kind of spout. I mean, he knows, he's listened. Of course he is. He's it? a regular he's subscriber. A regular yeah. listener. I'm, I'm subscriber number two of two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with because you and you and my mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Jeff still hasn't. <laughs> Jeff hasn't worked out how to how to download it yet. So yeah, we are currently day two of the uh, gathering. Yeah. So what what have you what's been your highlight so far? How the, the gathering? Apart from this, apart from meeting us. Well, this this has been it, and I, I actually haven't been to a single session. I watched the keynote, um, or at least the first half of the keynote. Is this Monday keynote or Tuesday keynote? Um, Monday's Monday, keynote. Monday. I did not see Tuesdays. Okay. But, uh, 
I have not had a chance to even go to a session. So what about you guys? What did you like the most? So I, I didn't go to a session. So, so today was open space. So I, I dipped in and out of a few different open space. I, I was a bumblebee today. Mm. Bumblebeeing, I think, uh, is the phrase. I dipped in and out. Was it butterflying? Butterflying. What's bumblebeeing then? Mm. I think you, you have to pollinate. You have to actually yes, contribute to something when you're there. Oh, okay. Butterfly, but, you just go okay. along and just look pretty. Listen. Listen. <laughs> so um, I, I dipped. In a, out of a couple of one was around the tack. There was a question. There's, a, there's always seems to be a question. There's always people that are interested in how to become trainers and and the questions of, of what does the tack do. So the tack, the trainer, trainer something committee approval, trainer approval committee. Thank yeah. you, Howard. Um, and I dipped into other sessions. There were some sessions around the Scrum Alliance and how it's growing as a kind of community and national. Nationwide groups and chapters and this type of thing, which the Scrum Alliance is moving into more of. They're 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 coming up with some way to become an authorized chapter of a community of a large number of companies that are connected in a way to support actively support Scrum Alliance interest in the country. Okay. So to be the advocate for Scrum Alliance's interest here, for helping to find and train trainers, for helping to uh, support and stand up user groups, to um, fully authorized and stuff to do that, and to actually build a stronger community, which is honestly the German uh, trainer community is, a, is the strongest community I've seen of any group of trainers yeah. anywhere. Mm. Uh, so I think it's quite a good. Personally, not not being part of it myself, I look at it from afar, and I'm I guess uh, humble. I suppose is a little word that I would use there. The, the fact that they, these are all effectively competitors, you know, yep. and they actually work very well together, very respectfully and collaboratively, which I think is a, is a really good thing. Isn't that what we teach anyway? Well, it is, and I'm just I wonder how. I, I, maybe it's maybe it's because it's quite late at night. I wonder whether that's something that can last. I get more cynical the later in, in, in the evening I get, but. <laughs> the politics in the world at the moment is a little bit worrying for me yeah. in that regard. I wonder whether that's going to have a, an impact on the Agile community. What, world politics? Yeah, just the generally more leaning towards the right, less collaborative, more defensive, more divisive style politics that we're seeing in various places around the world, our country included. Mm -hmm. Whether that's going to have an impact on the, the, the Agile values that we've sort of grown to espouse, know and love. And, and well, I think... In you look at the corporate answer to that is that corporate policy will have to change so I was on a course this this happened last week I think I was doing a CSPO course and we were talking about sprint cancellations okay. and I asked people Does it, have you ever experienced it so we talked about what happens when you have to cancel a sprint and that type of thing and one guy um, who worked at the Met Office okay. so the Met Office in the UK mm -hmm. is a is a uh, a globally recognized provider of weather information. Yep. They have one of the largest um, satellite stations in terms of communicating the amount of data they can produce, weather data is used all over the world, Reuters and the news, net news networks all over the globe use it. And they, and they, and they said Brexit literally cancelled sprints. Really? From the fact that they would be working on EU funded work. Okay. And it literally meant, bang, that happens, stop. You can't, we cannot guarantee that funding. That project will now cease. So a number of sprints were cancelled at the point when Brexit happened. And I, I think that will 
inevitably will have some kind of effect on how those those companies have to change the way they work. But, but you're, I suppose you're talking more about how people, the people, how people will change. Well, yeah, I, I, I could make a case, I suppose, for the fact that a real silly example, and very only really related to our UK audience, and probably only the males. But the, <laughs> the, I saw the news today. The, 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 it's a huge football management computer game football manager that's actually created. They had a whole sprint on create, introducing Brexit connotations into the computer game and how that's going to affect football in the UK. So there will probably be a number of projects kicked off. Mm. To deal with that as well as the number of them stop, but yeah, no, I'm thinking about whether actually attitudes change. Well, yeah, if you know, if, if powerful countries and their leaders and and the political systems are much more, let's say, extreme rather than moderate and, and, and liberal and democratic, will that actually encourage more extreme boardroom? Uh, behaviours and values, corporate office values and behaviours. Um, I, I, I can't imagine Donald Trump, for example, I don't know, I'm not American, maybe you can comment on this, How I can't imagine Donald Trump being a scrum master. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is a question. That is a question. I, I mean, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Uh, uh, he would be a terrible scrum master. <laughs> uh, just terrible. Would be a, a great I don't think word. he would like it. I don't, I, but he, I would think think, it, he would think he would be a fantastic one. It would be wonderful. I think it would be beautiful. Be, here's, here's a controversial statement. I think he'd be a good product owner. Woo. <laughs> Solutions IQ, huge company helping big companies transform. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, whether you disagree with me on this one, but any company that's looking to, to transform, leadership has to has to role model. They have to they have to model the values that they expect the company to adopt. Absolutely. And if if uh, if a com if a, a head of a company had the same kind of persona and values as Donald Trump. You wouldn't expect Agile to thrive, right? Would you? I, I would. I would never expect them to hire us. No, no. And so, if, if if a leader of a country is espousing values that are perhaps contradictory to to Agile, that's going to make it a lot more difficult. Well, may, maybe. So let me I'm chase it. Let me chase it a little bit. Okay. Um, from the persona that we know of somebody like a Trump, if it's all about the dollars and cents and getting the maximum dollars possible, well, that's it, yeah. if there's a way that if we're actually able to show that this is, take the human element out of it that we, we all believe is super important yep. in this, but the byproduct of the human element is that they, they get a faster return, mm. they get better quality products, they get quicker to market, they can make quicker decisions. If he understood the economics of what the movement can do, he may actually be behind it. Very good point. Very good point. But it will. I have a fear that the more extreme our leaders are in our governments will affect the leaders that we have in our boardrooms, which will affect the behaviours that we see in our teams. But not but Jeff, not all, not everyone is gonna think that way. I'm not saying not they will. everyone not everyone who votes Trump or who voted Brexit is is that CEO? No, no, no. You absolutely. You can't, you can't what I'm saying is that it's having a leader with a certain set of values validates the views of a certain group of people. And so, if I have a view that servant leadership is a load of nonsense, I mean, hopefully, I would, I would not step forward and run an organisation that espouses servant leadership. But if I did. Then but you, you blogged about this recently. You said, what if this was all just a bubble? 
Well, I said, what if everything I believed wasn't true? What if this was just a, a reality check that all of a sudden, bang, it changes and it wasn't a great idea after all? But I know, I know for a fact that there are many, 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 many people out there that don't believe servant leadership is a valid thing. It shouldn't be. It, it doesn't work. For some people, I don't think it, compu- it computes. But there are a hell of a lot of people that do. Right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if you've got a, a leader of a company that believes that, then it validates the opinions of those that do believe in it. It cascades down, I agree. And yes. those that don't believe in it have to either suck it up or leave. Or leave. Yes. Now, if you've got a leader of a company that, that believes that certain leadership is terrible, then the people that believe that certain leadership is not a bad idea, they can come out of the, not the closet, but wherever they are, <laughs> Uh, they can be more forthright, and that will that will allow that part of the culture to flourish. And if you're looking at that at a, at a, at a national, international, global scale, then it may. I'm just saying. It, my my worry is that it would lead culture. I think possibly over a long, long, long period of time. I don't know. I know change happens slowly. But I think these views are quite polarised, they're quite strongly held, that it's almost like opening up a... taking your finger out the, the hole in the dike and it can burst the wall. Mm. So, so, so individual politicians aside, yep. um, it does seem like we're in a, we're in a culture in a, and globally of a fear. Yeah, uh, which builds walls and separates countries yeah. and whatnot. Uh, we're not in a culture of hope. No. And uh, I would think that um, in a culture of fear, we invest in fear. We invest in protection. Yeah, self-preservation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and investing in agility is really an investment in hope. It is exactly. Not, yeah, yeah. Outside of servant leadership and everything else, it's an investment in. What, what what's the possibility? Yeah. Uh, so, if that's the case, in this in this, if if we are in a culture of fear and our politicians are leading out of fear, and our companies may follow that lead, it will affect it. Yeah. Hmm. I can't help look at these things through the eyes of a parent because I'm a parent, and I think, well, what kind of world are my kids coming into? And you know, like they they they're taught good things at school they're taught people are good they're taught you have every opportunity and no 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 choices or no possibility is you know, out of bounds and you can try these things but I think that's going but to be thing, a big change the thing that skews that perception that reality is the media largely our media's just it's horrendous. the fact and you said the word fear we're, we're pumped fear into fear our lives on a daily basis no, the fact always that always has um, and if we it's, and it's the whole for me. It's the whole yes and and yes but thing. If we can see that there's a there's a, a fear, we'll look after. We tend to look after ourselves. We tend to protect what's important to us rather than seeing an opportunity to explore other things. Yep. So if we're being pumped fear into our lives on a daily basis, but you can argue that that's that's been a constant. That's never changed over the last. Well, it's it's getting worse, but it's not ch- it really changed. It fluctuates. I think. One of the, the words that sticks with me, again, not, I'm not an American, so this is from the outside, but one of the words that was attached to Obama's election was the word hope. Yes, massively, from my yeah. memory as well. Yeah. And even, even Clinton's early on about building a bridge. Yeah, mm. yeah. rather than a Bills, wall. Bills, by the way, yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's a vulnerability thing. It's, it's such a hard thing. You, we talk about a bubble of self-organization and trust. The word bubble comes up quite a lot as an analogy because it's so hard and so fragile. And once it doesn't take a lot to burst it, and once it's burst, it takes. Well, you, you can you can look at it like there's some um, frameworks even within even within the agile community that have been seen as kind of attempts to break out that that kind of self-organizing principle of the idea of being I hate to name, but things something like safe is mm-hmm. trying to is not necessarily maybe deliberately, but it, people can latch, latch onto the fact, well, that's looking, it's leaning more back towards waterfall, it's looking to put too much process in, it's taking away servant leadership, that type of thing. And people resist that and fight against it. Is that, is that the way that we're perhaps moving back towards? Is that, that, is that bubble starting to burst? Interesting, I mean, we're, we're, we're at a point where maybe in 20 years time, we look back at this and think, this was the point where things changed. And we look back at tipping points. Well, we can look back 15 years and think, well, that's where things changed with the Agile Manifesto. And maybe 15 years is as long as we had, and that's, we had our the, chance, and we missed it. And this, the life cycle. this was the point where you know, we we realised we missed it. We lost our chance. We didn't cross the chasm, and, and it's gone back. But we back in the day, we said it. I remember that to that point when you left BT. You said two years tops. Well, you, predict, you predicted it would all change in two, three years. No, no, no. So let's just clarify what I meant by that. And this is based on me being young, naive, and overly optimistic, and my natural impatience drive. I thought in two years this is going to just make me look a complete fool, but it's the God's honest truth. In two years, I thought every company will be doing this. I genuinely thought <laughs> within two years, every company would think, well, what the hell am I doing? That shit will have sailed. Yeah, but it would just be the way that things were. It would just happen like that. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, I had How naive you were. Well, exactly. I hadn't been through all that. I hadn't seen how slow things were and how long it took companies to change and industries to change and cultures to change. I hadn't seen that. And I was so impatient that I made shit happen really, really quickly because I was so I thought, well, why wouldn't everybody else do that? But that's what I meant by two years. I, okay. just, I just thought it would, we wouldn't be talking about scrum transformations. It would just be, be, that would be the way. We, it'd just be the way that we did shit. Yeah. Well, you can. We we evidently haven't sold it well enough because no. we're still having scrum conferences and agile conferences with no members of the business community. But it's, with none. the fact yeah. that they still it still has a name. It still has it. I yeah. mean, at the, at the still, ten-year ten-year signing in uh, was it Salt Lake City yeah. when they had it, the Agile yeah. Alliance there. The I think it was Alistair said, you know, he's hoping that they said ask him what would be in ten years, and he goes, there's no such thing as an Agile Alliance no, exactly, yeah. and an Agile conference. And then we know we've arrived. But when you look at the number of people that showed up at the very first day of this and said, you know, who's a first-time attendee, and it's 70% of the people yeah. raising their hand, you go, holy crap, we've still got a lot to do. So perhaps, yeah. we failed. So far, we've failed. We're, we're not I mean, very we're good, good marketers. No, but, <laughs> but we, we I'm not just talking about the three of us. I'm not saying we're responsible. We, yeah, actually, but, you are. <laughs> it's just you. But we... It was always, it was perhaps going to take longer than, but we, we are a very, like a, a, a fraction of a percentage of the overall end game. So it's like, 
but you were right. It's, it's the fact is that we wouldn't be sitting if if we had one completed. We wouldn't be sitting here now. There'd be no such thing as the scrum gathering. There'd be no agile. There's no need for it. No. There's no waterfall conference. No. No. Exactly. So it's like yeah, it's it will no, it won't be a movement. <laughs> it, it will be. But I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am a lot more patient than I was. Know, 15 years ago and I'm a lot more tolerant of you know step by step be asked possible meet you where you are make some progress that, that's all good but I'm, what I'm saying is maybe but maybe. it must still be frustrating it's frustrating for me it's frustrating for me to get into a course and think my god have you been living under a rock for the last 10 years honestly you, this is the first time you've heard me say these words it's like come on but then so what I guess when I say we failed, is that maybe we maybe we have been too patient. Maybe maybe we weren't aggressive enough. Maybe we were, maybe we weren't bold enough. Maybe we didn't take enough risks. But was the would, would would that have actually worked anyway? Would that have been too aggressive? Maybe that maybe that was what the industry, the world was ready for, and you know, we did the best we could, and that's just what it is. Maybe it's a case of we took it as far as we could. It's got to go back a bit pendulum-wise, and then, yeah. then it will gather a bit of momentum and come back and go back even further. Maybe that's where we are. You just don't know until you look back at you. Very philosophical. My God. This is what happens when you have a podcast at half past 11. <laughs> After how many beers? <laughs> yeah. We normally have a strict one beer policy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was one I, big I, beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've broken so, that. Gretchen Wilson also sang One Budweiser. Oh. Ah, no, nice. I'm one bird wiser than I was a minute ago. Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> See what she's done there. Is it she? Is I it? do like Gretchen Wilson. Is it she? Yeah. Okay. Well, we put the world to right there. World to rights, even there. No, well, we've had a bit of a bitch. Any, how, any, anything? Sort of, we, we, I don't think we've given you enough airtime, really. We haven't really just taken real advantage of the, the, the mind that's in our presence. We should really. Wow. What, what, what message do you have? What's on your mind? What's your final thoughts? Jerry Springer style. Yeah. I don't know that I have any. Um, uh, I, I know we haven't done enough advertising because every time I sit on a plane and somebody says, what do you do? And it takes me half a flight to explain to somebody what we do. Yeah. Or when we work with a large client and we can spend six months to a year in one part of a client and the other half of the client has no clue what we're even doing, we're not good enough at telling our stories. I mean, we were talking earlier about the good stories that are in the world. Yeah. And we suck at telling stories. Um, we're not, agilists aren't the best storytellers. We're not the best at capturing what really difference this makes in being powerful and passionate enough to tell the stories. I mean, I, I there's think, just not a lot of them. I think, you're right. I think you're right, but I also think at a leadership, at a senior level, those people have to be prepared to tell that positive story as well. And I think sometimes that's not... That, that, that's not if it's just about turning the handle quicker, that, for me, that's not a powerful enough story. I agree. It's not about creating a, a, a great company to work for. I want to create a company that you love working for. That's, that's the powerful story for me. And that's what will make people stay, or leave, or change. Mm-hmm. Inevitably. Yeah, but just, just name, me, name me the um, global uh, agile adoption transformation that's successful yeah. that, we've, that we as an industry have captured great metrics on mm. to help show the business case for what we do. Exactly. 
But the point is, we haven't told that story well enough yeah. somehow. And we it's, it's got to be perpetuated, isn't it? Yeah. But we can tell it. But it's it has to be the stories of, of legends. It has to be the thing that it, that that goes viral. That defines yeah. it. Goes viral. Yeah. That's the, yeah. for the kids. That's, that's it what has it to be. Fine. It has to be. And we're not doing a great job at it. We can all get together in our own little bubble and speak to each other and cheer each other up and be excited about the but little I, bits of I differences. To, to, to bring this back to the gathering, I think that's partly this is partly why I come to the, these things is, yeah. is to meet people like to get to get back together and have a beer with, with Howard and, and say, you know what, we're not alone. Is yeah. the, is the yeah. fact that it, it gives you the, a bit of motivation to actually carry on doing it, else we would probably all give up. Yeah. If we hear too many fear, if we hear too many sad stories, we'll probably give up. Mm. So maybe that's the only. One of the only saving graces of these things is the fact that we need to just g each other up every now and every every six months, whatever it is. I'm not I'm not just saying this because he's here. I would say this anyway, even if he wasn't here. But Howard does is is an inspiration. He, he full of good stories. Wow, you're a good storyteller. He, not just good. that, but the work that he does. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a good guy. Yeah. So why don't you challenge your listeners to share a story? That's a good idea. You know, I don't know how they communicate with you, whether they tweet them or whatever they yeah. do to, to share a positive story, and, and you guys repost, retweet, Great idea. and Great help, idea. help pass it on. So post, write up a very short case study, write a short story, it doesn't have to be very long, success story, happy story, good story, and tweet the Agile podcast, we will, we will retweet it through various channels, yeah, so Howard will do it, the most networked yeah, so person we'll, in the world. Write a blog or whatever else. And we'll start spreading good vibes, good ripples. We'll spread some, spread some good stories, why not? And it will inspire others. Absolutely. What a great note to end on. Absolutely. And our beers are here. drink. <laughs> Absolutely. We're supposed to end on the drink, but yeah. now we're having another one, so I'll clink. Look at that. There's a, there's a lot of clinks. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Howard. Nice to see you.